Hello and welcome to episode two of Dan and Matt's Football Chat. You can find us at danandmattsfootballchat.com as well as your usual podcast providers. How are you doing, Matt? Yeah, hello everybody. Hello, Dan. I'm very good, thank you. Yes, Great. nice okay. to see you. Nice, nice to see you too. Do you have switched hoodies? Uh, just I for the benefit of the those listening wouldn't get that particular delight yeah, on the screen. Um, but we're just yeah. discussing that. But it's confusing yeah. me a little bit, but I think I'm okay. I think I've adjusted to the new the new world. Well, I've adjusted I've adjusted to um my Udi having I just had a bath. Yeah. Probably too much information. Yeah, let's let's move on. Um right, so let's um how do you what did you do at the weekend, Matt? Oh well, uh, I'm surprised you haven't heard, but um I did make my football comeback. I haven't heard actually. Tell me about that. Well, you know, I, I'm very, you know, I don't like to talk about it. I uh, I made uh, my first competitive appearance of the season um, for Mount Martha Mariners over 35s. Um, right. In the, in the Bayside Football Association <laughs> over 35s cup. <laughs> there we go. That's what it is. I know you've, you've, you've played in the BFA uh, Heady Heights back in the day. Oh, yeah. For, uh, yeah. But for Mornington. But, it was a while yeah, ago big, now. The, yeah, well, not yeah. The the big story here though is my first game was actually against our um, our local rivals. It was a derby match against Mornington. Um, That's a big derby. It wasn't. Oh, I was huge. We actually did play on the main pitch of uh, at Mornington, mm. so that was quite a privilege. Um, and there was actually a reasonable crowd of probably about fifty people there because the Mornington State seniors had had played. Um, State one seniors had played on oh. there just before us. So, so they were just we the stragglers, to... the drunk stragglers. Sort of yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure they picked up a few tips from seeing uh, the over thirty. Now, Matt, your ex teammates yeah. back in England, Matt, will want to know. Were there yeah. any snipers in the bushes, or, or uh, did you manage to escape? No, there wasn't, fortunately. Um, but you didn't clutch your hamstring I, and no, fall on the ground. No, and I've got. I'm playing. I'm playing through pain barrier as normal. But um, I, uh, it's it's funny because I'd prepared myself mentally to play because I hadn't. I haven't actually played or trained for a few weeks just because I've got COVID again and got a bit sick and stuff and life happens. So I'd actually arranged thinking. It's naively thinking, oh, I'll just run the line, come on for about 15 minutes towards the end, you know, nice and warmed up. But obviously, as you know, Dan, at this level of football, um, things can change quite quickly. Yeah. So two, the two subs who were meant to be coming along, one of them never turned up and I think the other one got stuck <laughs> in traffic. So I actually started the game. At, at, so I've just trundled around at sort of striker for about 10 minutes. Then then a guy turned up. So I went off for about five minutes. Then somebody in the midfield pulled a calf so badly they couldn't even run the line. So I ended up playing pretty <laughs> Pretty much ninety minutes, um, dropping back into centre half at the second. The, half, um, it nice. is great. The rolling subs yeah. is great. Like just to yeah. pop, at that well, age, the rolling just subs to come, is, come on and off. It's great. Yeah, it is. The, the, the slight error being here or technical. Uh, issue here that we didn't actually have any subs so um okay. it doesn't yeah, work quite as well when you don't have it, any, it doesn't yeah. quite we lost we <laughs> lost 11 two. we lost we lost 11-2 not I that think, anyone's counting i think matt um, i would have gone yeah. a lot higher in my sporting um career had rolling yeah. subs been around because <laughs> i if you know massively, if i could have had a little massively. breather i would have come yeah. back on re-energized and, and, and actually um unless you're playing at like genuinely decent sort of semi-pro pro level um I think just for the sheer enjoyment factor, yeah. rolling well, subs. Well, you know, when you get subbed, you get subbed at like half time. It's like, oh. That's it. That's <laughs> or if you're waiting to then. come on, or if you're yeah. waiting to come on and it's like the last 15 minutes and it's a really tight game and you're thinking, well, yeah, great. Yeah, so, and you might you come on for like yeah. the last 30 seconds and you go, oh, yeah, exactly. that's well worth putting the kit yeah. on. So, Didn't even break um, yeah, no. So obviously now me being me, I'm, I'm right back into it. I went to, I went to training um, Tuesday night over here, which is like last night. Uh, 
that was fun because five of us turned up so we joined in with the the senior team which is sounds old but actually it's basically a bunch of 18 year olds who play in the state league so i spent yesterday chasing uh young men <laughs> at speed <laughs> again. Uh, in training uh, again and, uh, so that was uh that was good it was it was quite frightening when you come up against people who just basically just are super quick because they're a lot younger than you and you know yeah. all that sort of stuff but no it was good it was really nice to see a good bunch of lads again and uh you know it's the taking part that counts so uh, it yeah totally enjoyed is. it and i haven't i don't pull up too sore um which is which is nice so yeah got a game on friday night um and then i don't think i can play for a couple of weeks after that but yeah it's good good to get back into uh into the swing of things so right that's um that's the breaking news yeah oh, yeah what did... about yourself i know you're away from, yeah um, i went i drove away. up to sydney with the family and those that don't know it's a sort of a 10 hour uh drive plus a few breaks so it probably takes you about 11 um visiting some relatives up in sydney it was great it was great the, wind, the weather was slightly better than here i think so we were swimming yeah and it was sunny um still not like really warm but you know it's a uh, australian winter and yeah for those that yeah that listening in europe it does it does get a bit cold here and um the people not maybe not icy cold as much as england but it does get a little bit no. chilly um yeah we had a great time i um interestingly i found um there were these like bridges over the over the human freeway which is the the road that links sydney and melbourne and when i looked when, and there's a quite a few of them and in the end i realized what they are they're like wildlife bridges that go they're like rope oh, bridges okay. that go over the road yeah. um i didn't see any wildlife actually using them but i think that's what they're for i imagine yeah. it's like maybe possums at night or something i don't know uh, or maybe a really ambitious kangaroo but they're really high they're really high see... up in the air didn't see anyone oh. use but yeah um yeah koalas and stuff yeah i think yeah maybe koalas as well but i don't know i couldn't see a koala probably fall off they're kind of a bit bit dozy aren't they but anyway um those that yeah sydney was great the um the people are quite rude in sydney compared to melbourne (laughs) yeah no that's true they don't really want to like and it it really comes through when you get coffee and my my wife was uh really really angry at the the level of effort being put into her coffee uh when she and when she took it back um, oh, she, was okay. even, she was even less impressed with their second effort and just she was yeah. apoplectic with rage as she walked away and i was like well and look you can get by the way before we get our sydney uh people bagging us for for having got sydney you can get good coffee in sydney you just got to know what you're doing you get whereas melbourne it's kind of like you can walk into anywhere <laughs> yeah. and it'll be yeah. high quality and that's that's yeah, really okay. that's my takeaway point from that um, I haven't been to Sydney for for a few years, but I would say Sydney to me. I like I like going to Sydney when I have been a, a few couple of times, but it feels more like a a, a bit more like London felt, where you're a bit more impersonal. Whereas it is. I, I do it's, think it's, I'm, yeah. Melbourne Melbourne still feels a little bit. I mean, I'm not I'm romanticising it slightly, but it, it's a little bit more low key and a bit more. Um, I don't know, just a bit more friendly. It's a bit more villagey, just, yeah. yeah, a bit more friendly yeah. and villagey. I, I mean, I don't think anyone no, disagrees with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but look, Sydney is, by the way, beautiful, and the views are yeah, stunning, definitely. and yeah. they've got lovely swimming pools that are like on the on the beach, so that the waves kind of lap on the edge of them. Oh can, yeah, that's right. You can have a yeah. swim there. Yeah. It's brilliant. Like, it really did you is. go swimming? Did you? Say yeah, you yeah. We went. We had a couple of swims. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, I didn't I really do get have yeah. sharks in in uh, in. You in do. The there was a little tribute on the on the Kuji to Bondi walk. There was a little yeah. like sad one of those sad like pictures with like t- t- um, flowers taped to the lamppost. You yeah. know, I, th- I think it was that guy. Is it the guy that was like hit, got taken by a shark quite recently, like a year ago? Oh yeah, there was. Having a, said yeah, that, was, yeah. it was then about sixty years previously that that happened. That, you know, so it, it's not like 
I don't think people like you know most. It's not like most weekends sharks are no. just taking people from it. But there was a there is there was a recent that's one. What they, that's what they that's what they want you to think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what sharks or the media? Any uh, yeah, oh, sharks God. in the media? Shark media sharks. Um, uh, d- talking of uh, sharks, did you get to? Um, that's a rugby league reference, obviously. Uh, did you you you, uh, you went? You said you were chatting earlier. You said you went to watch um, the footy, the AFL. I did. Yeah, um, I, went, I actually yeah. I went to two draws. I went to. Um, Sydney Geelong yeah <laughs> I went to yeah. Sydney Geelong at the SCG which was great which for our non-Australian listeners that's the, um, the Australian, Australian rules variety like short yeah. shorts yeah. like sort of vest type yeah. shirts and then a kind of sort of a leather rugby ball with laces on it and you have to kick the goal yeah. kick the ball through to rugby posts to get six points and then one point if you miss either side um, yeah. it's quite a, it's on a cricket pitch it's a very it's a stamina game it's athletic. It's it's quite hard. It's um it goes it goes on far too long. It goes on for over two hours. <laughs> it's it uh, and look, it, it's 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 got some wonderful history though. I mean, the game was born yeah. 150 years ago, which is yeah. sort of predates you know some of the professional um you know, association football teams in England. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it, and it was originally yeah a Melbourne game. Anyway, maybe we'll, we'll maybe do a deep delve into that another time like because there is yeah there's lots of you went to watch it and what was the interesting thing that happened Dan? well it doesn't really happen that much well in, it in was a draw or... i think i mentioned it was a draw and um yeah. when i came away from the game um i was just discussing it with someone going oh aren't they rare you know you literally you might not get one all season sometimes in all the games in the yeah. whole season yeah yeah very and someone unusual. said oh yeah it is said that it's like kissing your sister to have a draw yeah. and i'm like I can't imagine there's anything like that. I mean, I've never, I've, I mean, I've obviously yeah. witnessed a draw, but I've never kissed no. my sister. And I can't imagine no. it conjuring up the same kind of emotions as doing that. I mean, I don't know. No. It's very what odd. Think. It's odd. I mean, maybe what they're trying yeah. to say is you're not quite quite sure what to think, but I think you would know what to think. Yeah. It's just a very I, I, odd I, thing to say. I, yeah, it doesn't. I, it's it's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. You know, because I kind of feel like, how does that work in a sporting make, context? Yeah. I don't really. I could imagine it was saying like, oh, it's like you know, you just don't feel satisfied because you've not you like you haven't won, you haven't lost. It's just a bit meh. But coming from a like you know f- like football, a one-one draw. How, be, how is Kissing Sister not really winning or losing? So I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't really get that. I don't get that. If it's anything, I get it. I suppose it's you know like people will say, oh, it's like you know you've been punched in the gut or kind of you know something like that but it's it's not real yeah very no. well i think we'll just leave that one dropped to, a tenner and your, found a fiver yeah. or something like that but yeah that's, that's yeah, not yeah, yeah yeah it's like it. equal no dropped a fiver and found another one <laughs> no yeah it's probably um, better uh, than kissing but weirdly kissing, yeah. yeah weirdly i then went to a game of rugby my brother-in-law is a rugby coach rugby yeah. league or rugby no no rugby league, union yeah. rugby union rugby which is a game we played at school matt and maybe we'll do, it, do yeah, a bit of a yeah. talk about that one but um and it was also a draw so like Manly, who were fourteen nil up with like five minutes yeah. to go, conceded yeah. two late converted tries oh, and drew fourteen all. So I went to two games <clears> in two days, and they were both draws. Yeah. Rugby draws are yeah. maybe maybe a little bit more bit common. More common. Than, yeah, a bit more common than than. But than a- AFL, AFL was such AFL a high scoring, high scoring game. game. Exactly. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So that was my weekend. It was great. It was, it was, it yeah. was warm. There was cheap canned beverages for sale nice. and it was fantastic so i had a lovely time drove back yesterday yeah. but yeah it was great that was kind of my weekend the uh yeah with the kids Sounds and family reasonable. it was good yeah, yeah. um yeah. yeah do you want to should we take a little break now and come back with yeah. some football chat after the break let's do that let's do it let's do that see you after the break
welcome back to part two. Um, and welcome part back. two, well, thanks, Matt. Um, part two <laughs> is going to be about football, hence the title of our yes. podcast. Um, yes. So the we mentioned this last time, but the uh, two weeks tomorrow, the Women's World Cup begins. Yeah. Um, and we've, we're very excited about hosting that in not only obviously Australia, but also New Zealand. Um, yeah. And um, we will be attending a game. Uh, yeah, notably, breaking news. You, you, yeah. you came good with the tickets. We so did. We got, got tickets, thanks, Terry, uh, for oh, yeah. um, thanks, Nigeria, Terry. Canada on the Friday lunchtime. It's not a brilliant kick. It's like 12.30 on a Friday lunchtime, which is <clears throat> a bit of a strange one. But um, so I just thought we'd just talk a little bit about the two teams. Um, yeah. We'll probably do a bit of a deep dive into some other teams. So Nigeria and Canada are in the group of death. There always is one, isn't there? A group of death. Um, uh, because <laughs> it would, Ireland wouldn't be a World Cup if there wasn't a group no, of death. No, that's true. Because Ireland um, and hosts Australia are the other two teams that make up the group. Um, so just looking at the two teams, Canada of um yeah they've got that they're three-time olympic champions but they've never yeah. won the world cup so they clearly have very high pedigree but they've never quite done it when it comes to the the big one so to speak um having said that i think the world the um the olympics is probably a little bit and again correct me if i'm wrong but it probably yeah. is a little bit more representative of the quality of a national team than maybe the men's version of the game yeah. I think the olympic men's yeah. games obviously they're you know prima donna pros that don't tend to turn up in great numbers for these kinds the of smaller squads i think i think the olympics are under 21s aren't they yeah it's pretty much yeah. well yeah. the ollie ruse if you look at it is, is you know as they call them it's usually yeah. development and i think they're limited to 18 players i'm not sure i think the yeah. women's one off the top of my head i'd have yeah. to double check is yeah. i think it's fairly it's a it's a bigger squad yeah so i yeah. think the take home point is canada are very good um, yeah. and well, they're ranked they, seventh in the world, Dan. So yeah, yeah, okay. Although they have dropped a ranking. Yeah, I think that I think they've got. I reckon they're probably you know they could be you know a little bit maybe dark horses. They could be a little bit higher than that than that than seventh suggests. But anyway, they, they always come in well respected. Like they're, yeah, they're they'll get you know, they'll get they're, they're, they should well team. even in the, even though it's a group of death, you'd fancy them to get through it. But hey, we'll find out. Um, they've got a forty-year-old yeah. captain in the name of Christine Sinclair, and she's yeah. hoping to be the first ever person to score at six World Cups. So that's pretty that's impressive were she, were she to do that. So we'll, we'll be having a look yeah, at her when we go to the would. game. Um, I always think of Canada as a sort of like um, more sort of younger sibling, sort of more sort of progressive younger sibling um, compared to their very large neighbours, similar to like New Zealand is to Australia. So Canada is to USA as um, uh, is as New Zealand is to Australia. But I don't know, it's just sort of a bit more progressive and sort of, I don't know, a bit smaller and yeah, in the kind of yeah. shadow a little bit. But hey, I'll probably get in trouble for saying that. But that, that's just my own <laughs> perception. <laughs> it's well, not necessarily well, you the could, you uh, could be, opinions. It could of... be true. Having, having, I've never been to Canada. I did. Um, I remember considering going there before emigrating over here, which mm. a lot I know a lot of British people. <clears throat> I'd like to go to Canada. My son's all over yeah. Canada. He'd, he'd love to go to Canada. I think he's. Yeah, it looks like actually. a good place, but I don't know. I know. Um, you know, historically they've been <clears throat> their women's their women's as they would say women's mm. soccer team has um, been way more successful than their men's, and they've pushed that hard. And I think I know they obviously they're, they're beneficiaries of the uh the women's game in america where you've got a lot more professionalism yeah. the bigger college circuit all that kind of stuff so mm. um be interesting to see i'm I'm actually i'm really looking forward to the game because i'm kind of going in with pretty limited knowledge but also mm. you know you're, you're seeing a, a really decent established top uh football team women's team and in, in canada versus a kind of a bit more of an, un, an un, mm. unknown quantity in nigeria so yeah it and- kind of feels to me a bit like 
a bit like men's football was probably, you know, growing up where you, you, you'd you know, a, say a European team and then they're going up against like a, you know, like an, a team that if it doesn't qualify for many mm-hmm. World Cups, you're thinking, well, who, who are they going to be? So, yeah, yeah on the day. I think you're right. I mean, game. Nigeria, they, I mean, in terms of the country itself, whenever I think of Nigeria, I think of the most populous country in, uh, I go to lots of quizzes. Uh, so obviously I think of well over <laughs> yeah. twice that of the next, it's over 200 million people live in so Nigeria. So many people live in Nigeria, don't yeah. they? It's great. And it's also the biggest yeah. Catholic country. Um, oh, has, the most, has, the most, has the most Catholics of any country well, in the world, yes. Go. It does. Um, they've also got a really cool manager. Uh, his name is Randy Waldrum, which is the most American-sounding uh, that is, coach that yeah. I've ever heard of. Um, they've also yeah. got one of the probably the premier um, African players, arguably of all time. So that's Asisat Oshuala. I hope I said that correctly. Right. She's 28. She plays for Barcelona, yeah. and she's an absolute gun, as they would say in Australia. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. I do. So we're we're they're coming in probably. Yeah, they're probably not favourites to win the game against Canada, but hey, who knows? They've got some good players. They've also got a player that has blue hair. I think that's even her like Twitter um, handle that's or something. Good. But we'll look out for the blue hair. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I'm hopefully going to get to some other games as well, but we'll start off with that one. And maybe every episode we'll look at a couple of teams and go oh, Yeah, it. I'd like to do that. And also just, it'd be interesting to see, you know, we've talked about this a bit off air, but how it's going to kick on things in Australia. Because there's definitely been a lot more investment in the game. I mean, just living down here for 10 years in on the Mornington Peninsula, um, you know, Mount Martha Soccer Club, who I play for, they've had they've got really good facilities now that have been developed over the last three or four years. We get in a clubhouse and we've got good pitches. And then Mornington Soccer Club, um, have they've now they're getting all their grounds redeveloped, as which we both well know are kind of it's like a you know a reenactment of a World War One trench battle scene at times <laughs> playing on there. So so you know like it's just seeing that is really good and some other clubs um, that you know the money that's actually been spent uh, locally and uh, with um, state government help as well. So I think the female, uh, yeah, it'd be I interesting. The, yeah, I think the female participation has acted as a catalyst for that. Um, Massively, yeah. Because yeah. if you can make the case that you know it's going to benefit um, you know female and male. Um, football players in your community yeah. I think it's much more persuasive um, argument yeah. rather than and, fo- yeah. and football Australia or I mean I think it's for, I don't know if it's I think it's 2030 they're wanting or like a one-to-one ratio of female to male players and that's that's a big goal but I think mm. currently their stats are something like there's about you know over a million um, people play the you know the game of some form every every you know uh, every week so it's uh, yeah it's a big it's a big thing so yeah and it kicks off I believe it kicks off in um, New Zealand, and that's that's the actual first game, isn't it? And then a couple of hours later, it, it's I think uh, so. You're on the first Australia, day, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's built, it's building up. Be interesting. That'll be a rocking I, game. Been... Apparently, the the Australia Island game has been switched to the kind of eighty thousand stadium. 80, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And so that'll be cracking. That the atmosphere yeah. there will be amazing. I know. Yeah. I've got. Uh, so yeah, a friend in Sydney said they had tickets for that one. They were looking forward yeah. to it. Uh, there'll be a big. I mean. Mo- Plenty of the people you sort of walk past in Coogee and Bondi area have Irish accents. So I imagine there'll be lots <laughs> of support for Ireland. Well, Ireland <laughs> gets a, wherever they play Ireland, they'll be they'll be supported. They do, they do. And they, <laughs> I reckon if they had a friendly down where we live, they'd probably manage to get about ten thousand out of somewhere. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't think Ireland can uh, would need to worry about any sort of any sort of support. So yeah, so that that's uh, yeah. I think we'll be talking about that a bit more over hopefully over the next uh, few weeks and right. with an on 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 Australia and England but um, in terms of other football stuff obviously uh, well in Australia 
the state leagues are still going. Um, but the worldwide, it's well, we're kind of in the European transfer window, aren't we? As we sort of talked about the, on the last podcast, with uh, back in England, particularly, um, obviously Sunderland rebuilding and strengthening for an assault on um, promotion next season. We haven't and sold anyone, so that's a benefit. <laughs> well, as, as as things no. stand on the fifth of the fifth of July, but you know this that could change yeah. any moment. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and Arsenal apparently in my team we're um, we've agreed to sign Declan Rice for a horrifically massive amount of money. Apparently, a hundred. I've read. I read t- earlier today. So it's one hundred and five million pounds, which just seems insane. Um, and it's uh, it's pretty much looks like it's going ahead. And um, yeah, like De- Declan uh, getting Declan Rice would be. Like very good for our team. I'd be very happy for him to uh, be, be in the midfield. But uh, I, as a slight, a bit of an old geezer, 105 million pounds just—it feels like we should be Chelsea or Man City or something like that. It just—it seems almost obscene, really. But that is. Uh, that's the modern game, Daniel, isn't it? Not running. Well, he doesn't <laughs> control the price tag, etc. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. It's just <laughs> his agents saying, we like, we like yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy money, but um, yeah, he's. I, I think he's a very good player. I mean, obviously, that's like like saying, you know, mm. sort of uh, the sky's blue. But he does. Um, the, he does I, all that yeah. uh, when you watch him England. He does all that tidying up stuff. You know, like just mops yeah. up the ball and like yeah. yeah. Deep line passing range is and... great as well, and I, yeah. I think he's um he plays a lot of minutes. He's fit. He gets up and down. You know, he's not super quick. All that kind of stuff. No. But I'd be interested to see where coming from a team at West Ham where he's doing a lot of roles where he's going to probably have uh, a major role at the base of the Arsenal midfield is what people are saying. But mm. like, you know, it's gonna he's going to be a different role definitely, and the pressure will be a bit different because you know, great respect to West Ham Arsenal expectations of Champions League and competing for trophies. Although, yeah. <laughs> although West Ham have just won a European trophy, so uh, and Arsenal don't tend to do that. So um, yeah, be interesting to see how it goes. But uh, yeah, it's. Um, it's a yeah, it's a lot of money. So, um, and then there's a few, we've got a few other ones. Timber, so uh, the, the the Dutch guy from Ajax. I don't know if you've seen him play. He's Timber, fullback and a yeah, fullback and a centre half. Um, it's a song in it. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, it's going to get Pitbull's going to announce him. I reckon you know they do all these announce videos, so I can imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be a great one. Yeah. yeah, one of my favourite artists, and I believe one of yours as well. On the definitely, quiet, yeah, the, uh, Timber. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, interesting to you know to see how that goes. But um, I know the transfer window these days is uh, it's just crazy, isn't it? It's a big, it's a big thing. It's almost bigger than well, Saudi Arabia seems to be mopping up all the. Uh, you know, I saw Firmino's gone to uh, another. T- Team yeah. I've heard of uh, Stephen Gerrard's yeah. Stephen Gerrard's managing Steve. over there now, isn't he? As well, yeah, that just got announced today. So yeah, it's interesting because a couple of our players are linked with moves to Saudi Arabia, and and um, yeah, like I know Thomas Partey. There's been talk about him going, and yeah, it's uh, it's I know we touched on it the other podcast. Um, it's interesting times of Saudi Arabia because, like, as we were talking about a bit before, like, what is the end game here? Is mm. it, you know, mm. if they start getting players really in their prime uh, on a consistent basis, which they've got a couple, because like um, uh, Neves went, didn't he, from Wolves, and I know there's a couple of others. Well, China um, did this, didn't they, a few years ago? But it didn't really work yeah. out. But maybe, yeah, that's they're less. Maybe uh, in, uh, Saudi are going to be less impacted by those economic fluctuations, um, and, and Saudi Arabia is closer to Europe yeah. isn't it that's the other thing yeah. so that's the, I could imagine if they were getting their players from all over the world then you'd say you know okay that's yeah. not so relevant but just it's yeah it's an in, it's interesting that, that, um, I mean Stephen Gerrard 
you know, did a you know decent job at Rangers, but he's he kind of you know. I think he got found out a bit at Villa, and uh, uh, now he's going to earn loads of money in, in Saudi Arabia. So it's, it, I don't know. It's it's a it's 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 just too early to call it. But they're, uh, they're not messing around, are they? Yeah. I, I, I wonder if a lot of people are saying, you know, is this all about them getting um, a World Cup fairly soon? You know, maybe in the next ten years or so. Mm. so yeah. Who knows? Well, they're one but of the I only think, countries with loads of money. So. Yeah, and it's no definitely going to be it. something we're going to be talking about. Um, I think yeah. uh, ongoing. So, what about Sunderland? Are they? Are they? Any, any we've just retained, yeah, we've got a few. In, we signed the, the Dutch know. guy. We sound, we signed uh, Semenya, like the Portuguese striker, like 20 year old. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I mentioned um, Joe Bellingham last time. Yeah, yeah. we've held on. Jack Clark hasn't been sold yet. I think Palace and Fulham were rumoured to be after him, but we'll yeah. see about that. Uh, I saw, yeah, I am um, I on YouTube, I saw them training and everyone seems to be there. I just checked they're all still there. Uh, I don't really watch what they're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems I, I watched the, I actually watched the Sunderland preseason YouTube video. This yeah, they're, 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 they're everywhere. Watch. They're everywhere, aren't they? There's like, there's just so many different, um, every every club seems to have their preseason video section out. And they've then you got, see these blokes, the effort they put in is insane, isn't it? It's like, they've got, um, they've got this other thing where they, as they arrive at training, they get asked the question, yeah. like, you know, what's yeah. your favourite chocolate bar? And, um, <laughs> Uh, who's the worst? Who's who? Who likes who likes preseason the least? Yeah, um, it's the same names crop up. Um, yeah. But a lot of them rarely do any of them have like a lot of personality. I suppose if they've done football since they were like an embryo uh, and yeah. devoted their lives to it, they're maybe not going to be fully rounded. But a couple of people like Luke O'Nine is hilarious, and you, he's just yeah. talking constantly. He's actually quite a funny player to watch as well. He sort of yeah. jumps jumps on people's backs, like other opposition players' backs, and gives has gives them a, they give them a piggyback and <laughs> yeah, sort of winds the crowd up and does little. Yeah, yeah he's he's a really good good value. I think he's one of the players that sort of turned around the club culture actually. From um, yeah, anyway, um, I think we'll take another little break now, and after the break, we'll talk yeah. about Ange Ball and a bit of Baz Ball as well yeah let's do that okay see you after this recording in progress and we're back thanks matt um to the third uh, installment of our second episode uh, we're going to talk a bit about Ange Postacoglu and then we'll move on to look at uh, Basball and the Ashes um, theatrics that occurred <laughs> um, sort of over the weekend and into this first part of this week Matt tell us uh, tell us your thoughts on Ange and his appointment um, at the Spurs the Spurs. Uh, well, obviously, as an Arsenal fan, I hope it, he completely fails, and it's just more laughing at Tottenham. No, um, I don't really. Uh, it's I'm actually I'm a bit torn because it's a bit like, oh come on, Ange, why did you have to go there? But actually, just my personal. Is it like kissing your um, sister or or different? Oh, gee, too early, too early. Um, uh, n- uh, no comment. Um, <laughs> that's just weird. Uh, oh, totally throwing me. Um, and that'd be more like it if they won the title. That'd be more like it. Oh, no, I don't know. I really don't <laughs> want to know. Horrible sensation, horrible feelings. I would imagine. I just, I just really want to leave this. <laughs> okay, let's move um, on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. Um, no, the the post the, and and joining Tottenham. I mean, just from a just for Australian football and a sort of respect uh, development of the game, all the kind of all those cliches. I think it's it's amazingly good. Uh, it's a it's a bit of a tricky one because. We mentioned Stephen Gerrard earlier. You know, he's gone to, you know, he's moved from Scotland and gone to, um, gone to Villa, and has ended up in Saudi Arabia. I, I, I think 
Postacoglu's got more about him than that. You know, we we have seen since we've been over here, he's he's very um, wedded to his principles. He likes playing a very uh, attacking high intensity high press uh form of football usually in a 4-3-3 and he has players that he knows can do a job for him and he's very loyal to those players and he's he's not afraid to ride out um rough you know rough times as well he's very he has his principles he sticks to them and, and he's been very successful you know he basically walked out on australia before the 2018 world cup because he felt that he wasn't backed and i think actually if you look at what happened when australia went to the 2018 world cup and didn't really do much. He um, he was he was right to do so. Having said that, uh, uh, I think it was Jordan, you know, hit the post in that playoff game that um, uh, I don't know if you remember, but um, you know, Australia were basically one goal post away from going out of that World Cup. So before they, you know, in the qualifying stages. So he's he's very he's very will take his principles to the edge. He was very good at um, Brisbane Raw. You know, uh, he he's. They went, I think, thirty-six games unbeaten. He 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 won the league title in Japan. You know, so he's he's happy to back himself and move from one place to the other. You know, for all I know, there's a lot of perception around. You know, in Scottish football, it's all about Rangers and Celtic, and I know it is to a degree, but you still got to go there and deal with that pressure. And you know, turn you basically got to win, haven't you? You you lived in Scotland, you know, you you know what it's like. You you can't if you're in those charge of those clubs, you basically have to win the league. You can't not win, you know. So there is that sort of pressure. So he's dealt with that. So I think um, you know, if I'm trying to be as objective as possible, Spurs are in a bit of a mess. They have been for quite a long time. They probably do need someone like Postacoglu who's going to come in, ride out their difficult times and if they stick with him, I actually I think they will be successful if they stick with him, but you know it's you know it's probably going to get worse before it gets better in a lot of ways for the Spurs as well. I think so, it's definitely yeah. the most positive appointment since Pochettino. That you're right. I mean, he, yeah, he's he's from Melbourne. He's obviously of Greek heritage. Uh, yeah. Whenever you hear him speak, he's one of those guys that has a real presence. He speaks very simply. Yeah. He's he's um he's got that kind of glare. Like he's got he's got something about him. He really has. Like yeah, de- yeah, um, yeah, Have you definitely. seen any video of him in changing rooms doing? talking about things he talks a lot about values and you know what's been instilled with him yeah. uh, you know he was he was involved with South Melbourne which is the sort of Greek yeah. affiliated team in, in Melbourne and then as you said he's had success everywhere he's gone the, you know the, the 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 asterisk will be yes but it's in Australia uh, and Japan and Scotland so he's never won anything on the kind of yeah the sort of top tier top sort of um a grade uh, leagues in the world but hey here's his opportunity um yeah. apparently he does tend to lose heavily in the first <laughs> few games of the season so just be warned yeah. spurs fans yeah. um you may well lose the first game 3-0 whoever is against and you may well even lose the second one like 2 or 4-0 um but and i think that's just because he, he, he sort of going through the gears on precisely what he wants but it's just to see how he gets on with with daniel levy because yeah that's you know, he's, he's a very hands on you know yeah. guy and it, you know i think in historically as controlled transfers a bit and and also kane you know what to do with kane uh, you know you yeah, hear munich after one. him Daniel Levy won't want anything but top dollar for him, and rightly so. He is, you know, he is a very, you know, he's the top of his game, uh, and he will. He's almost guarantee you goals, doesn't he, wherever he goes? Yeah. But um, <clears throat> so if if Ange can navigate those that 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 complexity of that relationship with Daniel Levy and solve the Kane yeah. problem, um, that is deploy him in a particular way, or maybe 
Yeah, maybe, I, yeah. maybe he's gone. I don't know. I don't think he, Ange will want to bring in his own people, as he's done ever. Exactly. Gone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he says he says he wants to bring in you know the best talent. Um, he, yeah. you know, people say, oh, you brought in all these Japanese players. Well, he said, look, they they were available and they were the best players that I yeah. could get. And they did the, the money and they, and they did, did well. the job. They did yeah. really well for him. You can't yeah. really argue. Yeah. So look, I'm, I'm yeah. actually really excited because yeah. Spurs appointments have been such such car crashes, haven't they? The last yeah. last few. Um, it's just, yeah. I, you know, but they're, um, yeah, I think there's reasons for optimism. I just, I would just be cautious about, um, you know, being competitive from the off. Um, but yeah. I think, you know, there's no reason if he's given time, uh, they can't get back in those Champions League places and, you know, cl- close your ears, Matt, um, even maybe even challenge for, for silverware, but l- let's not, let's not get too carried away. Cause I don't <laughs> think that'll be, that'll be on his radar maybe in the first no. season, but Hey, no. we'll see. But yeah, he's no. a great, he's a great guy. And as you said, it's a real, um, it's really all the eyes in Australia are really on him. They're really interested in how he does. And I think they've always been on him since he left. He did leave. Yeah, the the only cloud was that Australian departure. I thought it was more of a media um, thing. But you're saying he wasn't backed. I don't. I mean, it's not like international football is different, though, right? It's not like you can. Not like you can ask for transfers or anything. No. It's you know, like not back with the right no. money. What what, no. what what was the issue? I don't even know. I um, I think he felt like he. He 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 take he was getting a lot of if you remember at the time like big personalities like Bosnich or that um you know in the in the media were um were, oh, caused, were really yeah. causing him a lot of problems and not just that I think he felt like he wasn't respected which is fair enough I'm just gonna uh, as you may have noticed one of my dogs is barking so if we could just pause oh, okay. it there Dan and why you do it, I'm just gonna sort out this dog because uh, okay. it's gonna ruin everything yeah. Okay, and we're back. Matt has tended to his uh, dog. Was, was everything all right, Apologies. Matt? Just, I think everyone's absolutely just... fine. Yeah, just night time. Um, probably a possum running along the fence line, you oh, know, okay. and uh, you know, it's quite scary. Now, I was just saying, um, with Postacoglu, I think he just didn't feel respected, um, which is a fair call because he he won the Asian Cup for Australia. You know, mm. um, he got them playing a real aggressive certain style of football, and I think that's. But I think that's him. Like you said, he's 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 cuts a mean figure in some ways as well. He's very much his own man. He if he doesn't feel back, then he'll. He'll, he'll, you know, he'll say, yeah, I'm he'll not get rid of, I think he'll, he'll also so, get rid of players. I think he'll get rid of yeah, anyone absolutely. that doesn't want to be there. It doesn't matter who they are, which is why yeah. the Kane thing's interesting. Because I think yeah, Kane, you know, he, he, you know, he was rumored to be off to Man City last summer. Um, and I think, you know, if he'd have come in then, I think he would have been gone. Because I think if he's anyone in the room that, that any hint of not wanting to be there, he'll just want rid of them. And yeah, uh, yeah. he's that, he's that kind of character. But anyway, um, all right. Um, maybe we'll move on to talk about baseball then. Um, yeah. As you know, it's been pretty high profile here in Australia. <laughs> uh, lots yeah. of caricatures uh, of Ben Stokes yeah, um, and whinging poms, the usual uh, headlines get, get trawled out. Um, yeah. And I think in a way, like I think we talked about this earlier, Matt. But like the, yeah. you know, best. Let's talk about that before we talk about. You know, it's actually a really good test match. Both test matches have been really yeah. good to watch. I think yeah. I probably watched more of them than I ever watched. Um, I normally fade after the first session because of the timing here. Normally yeah. gets to like quite late on. I, I get to lunch. Yeah, if it's, if it's not happening, quite late it's on. Interesting. It's yeah, and then it's hard I just sort of fade. Going, um, and um, but yeah, the, the 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 test matches aside, which obviously Australia have won both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the incident, which has been talked over and over again. I mean, I think it's just a bit of a. Bit, bit of stupidity and bad cricket from Bears, though. It is are you out. talking about the run out, or are you yeah, talking I mean, about it the, is old, out. The, the, the long room incident? Because well, that's the, the big one over yeah, here well, in Australia, the long room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come to that in a minute. But the actual incident yeah. itself, 
it yeah. is um it is out right because the ball's not yeah, called out. dead yeah. and the umpires could decide not to and wicketkeepers try to do it i don't like the comparisons between where someone's nearly stumped and they're kind of waiting for the foot to yeah. go up because yeah. that's different because that, someone's in the act of playing the shot though obviously yeah. stupidly thought oh yeah the ball's dead tapped his foot back in the crease but before he he could have just looked round at the keeper saw him wheeling his arm throwing the ball in and would have just stayed in his crease yeah. uh, he didn't look enough detail at Carey. Carey had obviously seen him wander out and thought I'll give him yeah. I'll give it a go. The ball's not dead, he's out, right? There's no yeah, there's no yeah. but it's the problem annoying. is it, yeah. the problem is, is there's this nebulous idea of like fair play, which doesn't yeah. exist in the rules. <laughs> and it's no. like this 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 the thing of the game. it's this gas yeah. that like that like yeah. float like a cloud <laughs> that floats yeah. above the game that doesn't really that is nebulous. Yeah. We don't really know what it really is. Because yeah. there's all I mean we had the underarm, famously Australia bowled the last ball of yeah, New Zealand no, back bad. in the. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that. But 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 you see, the yeah. thing is that is still within the it's rules. Still legal, and the, yeah, but, yeah. but the rules, yeah. the rules, that rules need to change, rules. don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, sandpaper. Not to bring it to football, to, to, to just quickly nip it back to football, it's like the, the classic one in football, isn't it? It's like, do you put the ball out of play for an injury or not? You know, it's the referee's decision, all that kind of stuff. But I don't like that. Know, Unless it's yeah. a like head injury. No. no. Yeah. Head injury, definitely straight away, right? Yeah. But yeah. I don't like, I hate all the kind of no. where they go. No. Uh, like if the you watch the AFL, the there's like, the, the game just <laughs> carries on. They're literally sort of yeah. bodies strewn all over the field. Well, and I'm not yeah. saying that's okay either, but... It, no. it, it, someone gets a little, and, little and twinge in, in their in calf, rugby, and the, and, the, yeah. and they fall over and expect the other team to stop. And I, I don't think that's right. I think clearly, no. if there's a head knock, rugby has its rugby has its own sort of um, culture that's similar to. Yeah. But the ref, the ref also well, can stop it? the game in, in football. Yeah. And, and often doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, back I, to I think cricket. you're what right. Do you, that, what so do you think about the cricket? Oh well, look, it, it was annoying. Um, I, but but then but then what I love, look, I'm not as into cricket as you are. But what I love about the actual Ashes is that it's the intensity. It is dar- It is that derby atmosphere. It is that it, ridiculousness. Like we hate you, but we respect you. But we, you know, we're all friends off the pitch. You know that kind of stuff. I yeah. I really like it because for me, it's just. It's good old-fashioned fun. You know, you have a go at the Aussies. The Aussies have a go back. The the, the thing for me is um, it did annoy me that – but then I think if we're, if we're honest as an Englishman um, – you're more annoyed at best being an idiot, basically. Like you've played, how long have you played the game for, mate? Like, you know, come on. It's he's just, also a wicketkeeper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's he even should, worse. He you know? should this know. Just, yeah. He yeah, should know just, the tricks. A basic, a ba- it's, it's, it's just that, it's just a brain fart. I don't know. But, but I think also the, the one thing, if I'm being honest, I don't want to get a rise to it too much, but the long room incident where, you know, obviously, there was the Australians going through, walking through there and then copying abuse that I, that one, I find a little bit like, you know, uh, where I suppose to see Aussie, to see an an Aussie cricketer basically having a go at uh, like telling a security guard that as in Kawaja did that this guy needs to be removed. I thought, mate, come on, you know, like really like the amount of, the allegation was that someone, they tried to trip them up or something as they were. I know, but you're you're thinking like that you cop abuse. We, me and you have been in the MCG last time round when Australia destroyed England and the Australians were not backward in coming forward no, then, so no. I do find that a little bit, uh, you know. They were, they, they were sort of know. saying shame on you. Yeah, 
and 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 the, and over here, I was driving to work, and the lead story and the news was, you know, on a commercial radio station was there's gonna, you know, there's gonna be an investigation into what happened in the long room, as if it's some kind of like, you know, like incident, suspended incident in the Middle East happened. or something. You know, it's just kind of like, it gets a bit you know, carried so, away. But I think yeah, the backdrop, I, I, you, know, you know, you had you had sandpaper yeah. gate a few years ago, which was clearly yeah. not in the rules or the spirit of the game, no, <laughs> um, no, and no. they and they suffered consequences because of that. And I think that no. you know that sort of. But it was it was nice, you know, when um when Stokes made you know got he made his turn and you know when he got out, you know, like Steve Smith and other Australians, you know that you know that was widely seen. You know, there's still that respect, and I think it's just if you've got two teams that basically are going to take it to the absolute edge, borderline hatred, but the the respect is still there. Then I'm not. There was there was a theory I read that someone else talking about how. This baseball thing where they're scoring at a much higher rate over, and it's not just about swinging the bat; it's about like yeah. being smart with your aggressive play, right? Looking at opportunities yeah. and exploiting them, and and being, you know, seeing that, um, seeing that, and, and going for it at the right time. Yeah. Um, they're kind of saying that you know the, that aggressive style of cricket has been sort of Australia's brand over the years. Yeah. And they're, they're almost a little bit annoyed that England have got this oh, kind of like I think this, I this think thing, a and lot it's like, to be said. and they don't really like the fact that England are like, oh yeah, it's basketball. Literally, we're, literally... we're scoring at nearly five and over. Yeah. We're playing was, a kind of one one yeah. day slash twenty twenty type ramp shots over the keeper's head. Yeah. You know, we're aggressive, we'll take you on. And I think that's always been England have always been the kind of like, you know, occupy the crease, uh, shrinking yeah. violet type approach to cricket and not take the game by the scruff of the neck, you know, in a kind of and I think that's kind of annoyed them. And I've actually Aust- Australia Definitely. always play well at Lords as well. I think because it's in that um that pinnacle of, of a player to go, maybe not anymore. Now they get uh, abused as a walk for the long room, but <laughs> it used to be the pinnacle of a uh, for all Australians playing the game. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we. No, I, th- I, th- I think yeah. I think you're right, though. I do. You know, just finishing up from my point of view, I think you're right. I think the Aussies, if I'm being honest, they don't like the fact that there's a name, there's this baseball name, and it's basically very similar approach. Like you know, growing up in the '90s, seeing an Aussie team come up, and they were super aggressive. Then they were yeah. not messing around. They yeah. thought they were the best. They were the best, and they would grind you into the dirt. They'd yeah. still shake your hand, but they would literally grind you into the dirt doing it. And I do feel like, yeah, it's two nil. There's there's very very limited chance of, of uh, England uh, getting. Well, we're on the eve of the heading test. But, that starts tomorrow yeah. night, and I'll be tuning in. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, but it's it's the rebuild. Uh, let's be honest. I think the big it'll be in. You know, it's going to be all about getting through this series, and then obviously the return back in Australia. That that's you know, if Basball's re- if Basball's a real thing, that's going to kind of got any legs to it. Um, I think that's going to be when we'll see it. But. Uh, yeah, you know, don't up, you know, the it's, it's unusual to see the Australians because suddenly become so sensitive to uh, you know a bit of barracking from. Um, yeah, drunk I think it was because it was in the long run. If, yeah. if it was at like you know Headingley or Edgebaston or Old Trafford or something, I think they'd be like you know be fans. But it's supposed to be yeah. again. Yeah. We apparently we the, the the posh all the posh types in their stripy ties are supposed yeah. to be uh, more sort of like passive and and just yes sort of like yeah, maybe because... gentle ripples of applause. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. All right, man, I yeah. think we'll leave it there for today. Yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah. And then we'll All see right. you again soon. It's been Don't nice. Forget, All right. Dan and Matt's football chat.com and uh, the usual social media channels. Yes. See Dave. you soon. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye.